Okay, we're here. Back with Richie Reed, The Room. Everybody seems to like the name. I love the name. I think it's a good name because we're reading The Room. That's true. No one in the fucker, so it's not that difficult. (laughs) Makes it easy when you don't have a crowd. So, a couple things I wanted to run past you. One, do you think... I don't think guys who drink black coffee really like black coffee. I think they're just showing off. Or they're really old. Maybe because they're so old. It's their only way to show off. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you got there, Papa. I tell you what, the Depression era. I think they show off. There's no way. Okay, there's no way you could give a little kid coffee and he'd like it. It's just like alcohol. I mean, I'm I'm not drinking alcohol for the taste. Wine with dinner, maybe. Yeah, I'm not drinking alcohol for taste. No, I, I mean, I drink it to be social and get a buzz. Yeah, I don't really know why I drink it. It definitely makes you more social. <clears throat> that's not the goal, but a couple beers, man, it, it'll loosen you up for sure. Yeah, I think that I, I think that if I look at all, all the times that I drank and felt good, it was just to feel good or just, you know, it makes a party better. Say what you want. It, oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what... Unless you're a dick. <laughs> it makes you better at whatever you're good at. <laughs> we had this guy in high school named Guy Lale. His name was Guy Lale, and all he wanted to do was fight at parties. I've never, ever seen him at a party where he didn't start a brawl. Nice. And one time at Matt Will's house, he went out. Of, his parents went out of town. His dad was a Navy SEAL, a high-ranking Navy SEAL. Their whole living room was covered with his accomplishments, framed in wooden boxes with glass, all his accolades, all his awards, all his, you know, medals. And, and Guy Leo comes in, and everybody at the whole party's like, oh, man, come on, not, no, we got, he's going to start a fight. Well, let's kick him out. Let's ask him to leave. I'm not asking him to leave. You ask him to leave. Next thing you know, there's a fight. He's in the, in, fighting in the living room and just smashes down the wall and just tears all the guy's navy a compliments off the wall. <clears throat> so his dad was a Navy SEAL, or whoever had the party. Matt Will's dad was a Navy SEAL. Oh, okay. or no, he was. A, no, I'm sorry, he was a CB. He wasn't a SEAL, and uh, but he built all this cool stuff I during the war. But as soon as that <clears throat> happened, he went crazy on this dude, and the whole party beat him up and dragged him out, and the whole party beat him up in the driveway. Uh, I was over there in between beers, kicking him in the head. But his name was Guy Lale, and I never saw him again after that. That was the last time I ever saw him. Lesson day. learned. Oh, God. You know, that's a lesson for society right there, man. Just if everybody wants to kick someone's ass, it's probably a good move. And I think instead of filming it, they should do it a little faster. I agree, man. I do not like the fight filmers. No. Oh, they should get beat up, too. They should get beat oh, up, I fucking can't stand it, man. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Because I'll watch those. I don't know how we went from black coffee to street fighting, but... Uh, Southern Indiana. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what made your buddy Matt Will win. He had a cup of black coffee. Fucking pissed off. You think you're mad? I had black coffee, asshole. <laughs> Let's have a party with just black coffee. Oh, no, wait. That's alcoholics and Yeah. I bet the guy with all the military awards drank black coffee. Oh, you? I remember him drinking black coffee. They all I, did. My I, dad. My dad... No, he took a little cream. Merle took a little cream yeah, right. in his coffee. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if you don't think he's a real man, every morning he ate a piece of white bread, slapped a piece of bologna on it, folded it over, grabbed his coffee, and drove to work. That's a real man. 
Mm-hmm. Or if we didn't have bologna, he'd put a hot dog, white bread around a hot dog. Wow. Every cold. T- cold. Yeah, that's Because Maji wouldn't want, wasn't going to get up and cook him breakfast. Yeah. Now she did every other meal. But breakfast just wasn't her jam. Yeah. Wasn't worth it. Morning wasn't her jam. <laughs> no. I remember she would, if we were going to be late to school, we'd have to go get her to sign a thing. And I remember going, Jules telling me she had the same thing. You go up there and you're like, Mom? You get her up in the bed and she'd be there. And you're like, Mom, I need you to just, uh, just sign this thing. Just sign this thing. It's just for school. I just need you to take this pen and just write your name. Okay, what is it? What is it? And you're like, Mom, Mom just sign the thing. And she starts sitting up. Mom, don't sit up. Don't sit up. I don't need you to sit up. What is okay, God damn it, Richie. <laughs> and the more she'd sit up, the more it was coming at you. It's like, you can just sign. And then I finally just went. Jewel came and told me that. And I said, you're not forging it anymore? Because that was like 10th grade. I had it figured out. Oh, man. I was forging stuff left and right. That's fan. How'd that work for you? Good. Well, Good. look at us now. No, look at us now. <laughs> That's great. God. Look at us I, now. You know what? I never had the balls to do that forgery shit and all that as a kid. I just took the fucking whatever was coming down the pike. I was always afraid I'd get caught. And that would, for somehow would be worse. I don't know. Well, but you know what? I thought to myself, this, that doesn't make sense to me. It's just a signature. Boom. There you go. It, it never really got me out of any trouble. I mean, I still got busted for everything I did. Yeah. But for me to just go, oh, well. That part would be fine. I just figure I'd get caught. I don't know why. I never worried about getting in trouble. But I never liked it either. Hmm. I didn't like skipping school. I didn't like the feeling. I remember the first day, I remember standing in the backyard when I was walking to school with my buddy, and he was that same dude. God, I should have never hung out with him. Yeah. He was like, uh, let's just not go. What if we just didn't go? And I'm like, oh, what? Okay. And so we stood there, and that's back when we had watches. Remember wearing a watch? No, we were too poor. Okay. Well, yeah. my st- I saw them. <laughs> we were looking at it. I was like, we're 30 minutes late already. Where are we going to go? So we just went to the woods for the day. Yeah. Because that's where you go. That's where all the stuff happened. And, and then we hung out, and then time to go home. I came walking in the door just knowing my mom was going to know something. Didn't know anything. Didn't no, yeah. If you had a lazy teacher, they didn't have all that computerized shit. Man, if you had a cool or a lazy teacher, you'd get away with... Oh, man, I remember missing just shit tons of class in high school, different classes. But you also knew the teachers. You just you couldn't. They're going to rat you out. You're busted. Yeah. Who's your favorite teacher of all time? My favorite teacher of all times. Wow. You got to think a little bit for that one. I do because throughout my insanity, there were teachers that, you know, they're just puzzled and concerned. But Miss Van Ostel, for sure. And then somehow mom got it mixed up at the teacher conference with this other teacher and basically told this sweet lady that she was a dick to me. I'm like, no, wrong, wrong lady. And I remember going back and saying, hey, I didn't, you know, the lady had leg braces on like the polio type shit. Sweet lady, English. She really believed in me like, hey, you write, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll write it. Just don't ask me to read this shit. But she was one of the few teachers that would accept, you know, where you had to read it in front of the class. I'd just basically tell you to go fuck off. But if she'd leave me alone, I'd write it and turn it in. She's like, oh, that's really good. That's amazing. You you know, but somehow it got mixed up. So her and then there's probably a dude in high school, Mr. Cranch, and he was a no bullshit 
guy, but he was funny and he got it, but you didn't fuck up his class. Right. Right. But yeah, that's probably it. How about you? I'm the first <clears throat> guy that comes to name is Mr. Felice, and Mr. Felice was the history teacher. And all of his teaching was storytelling. Ooh. So he would do it. He would be like, okay, you know, the British, uh, the, the Americans had been living over here, but they're from Britain, and they were loyal to Britain, but then they just kept taxing them, taxing them. Finally, they were going, you know what? We, I'm not doing this anymore. What are we doing? They started asking questions, da-da-da, and then they had this and that. And they did. But he told everything in story form. So I was just, I had everything but the popcorn. I was riveted. What a genius. Oh, everything was story form. And you know what? He caught me cheating off Rob Mason one time. Which was weird because, like, that's the only the only class I ever got A's in was um, um, history and human sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> all those homework assignments were all stuck together <laughs> without a staple. <laughs> you, put, uh. you put a little side titty in there. I can remember everything, you know. So, oh man, no, but I don't even remember. Did I, did I tell you about finding my finding my my school days thing with all all the with all, all the comments uh, <laughs> for all the years, all the comments and the grades, and you wouldn't you wouldn't you won't believe it. That should be the credits at the end of your podcast. <laughs> Just run those. <laughs> and all the teachers, how many teachers you think believed in you? Oh, wow. Not very many. So, you know what's crazy to an elementary school? Uh, Green Valley Elementary, the principal, Mr. Mosler, I was so fucking crazy. By, and social studies was in the afternoon. Well, by then, I'm wired. I, I didn't care. I had to get out of that room. Right. Whatever had to be done was going to go down. And I didn't like social studies. So she would send me down there before she even started that subject. And that principal would sit at a table with me every fucking day and help me with my social studies. And I think I some of that, maybe I just wanted the one-on-one. I don't know. But either way. So that principal, even though he wasn't a teacher, was... That dude believed in me, but and then there was an algebra teacher. She's like, "You're really good at this." If you know, you know, Mrs. Mellon, but then she was so innocent. She had great boobs. No, no, she had a couple of socks with quarters in them. Oh no, eh. more than one quarter. Yeah, she had a line across the about midway, and I realized that was where her underwear <laughs> went around. This is underwear mark. No, either way, super old. Should have retired, but she was good at teaching algebra. But she believed in me like next level, like, hey, I don't know why you're doing this. You're good at that, you know, which I'm solid at math now, self-taught. But uh, but then she was so naive. I said, hey, man, sometimes, you know, I get a cough. I got to leave. I don't want you to think I'm just walking. No, just go out. Don't disrupt the class. A couple of hacks and I was out the door. Didn't come back. No kidding. Yeah, it didn't matter. Never. She never turned me in, never anything, but she was too kind for me to ever listen to. No so, kidding. Yeah. And then, and then, um, what was her name? I still have, I, I mean, this was from second grade. Ooh, what a memory. Miss McKinley. And she believed in me when nobody else did. And they couldn't do anything with me. And she was like, no, no, no. You know what she would do? She would take me like during the regular classes. I couldn't just. I couldn't. I couldn't sit still. I couldn't. I, yeah. There was. No, I mean, she's like, okay. It was like having a heckler, but I wasn't trying to do anything. I just couldn't. 
I just was like this, and so she go she would go give me books on things I liked, yeah, and let me and put me on the edge of the class, and I had I had not even know this. I just was like, I, it was it was uh, it was American Indians, sharks, whales, and airplanes. I remember you were sharks. Somehow it angered me. I'm like, all right, enough with the fucking sharks. When we were kids, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't shut up. My dad, a dad would pull me aside and go, buddy. <laughs> Buddy, like they had a party one time. He's like, you can't, you, you know. I was just, I'm, I was that fucked up. I'd be like, and these sharks are like this, and then they have that, and the dorsal fin and the pectoral fin, and then. And I, I think was like, you even gave me a self defense on hammerheads, and I wanted to punch you right oh, in your face. You, you grabbed the. I, I really feel like I, I'm like, yeah, you are you grab fuck- them like this, yeah. and then you can grab them like that. Like you, dumb you- fucker, you live in Michigan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where you live. Here's a largemouth bass yeah. that you might want to use. That's a pike fun. you're afraid of, and you probably should be. But fucking idiot. Oh, I couldn't stand. And you know, it's funny is we had a that we had a um we had a uh, aquarium. We had an aquarium and. There was a diver, a, a little figurine of a diver. I know what you mean. And a little gold chest. And I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. So I would take that thing and I would stick my arm all the way down in the thing and swim that guy around, you know? I thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I just, I, uh, I couldn't, I wasn't, I don't know what was, I don't even know what was really wrong with me. Oh, I bet they did. Mentally? <laughs> yeah. It's not really anything wrong. It's just who you were. Well, I mean, did it just go away? Because how can you be that jacked up and not, not be a decent person now? I mean, are you trying to... When is you, this an intervention? When you have to ask if your problem went away, it probably has it. Did I go away? <laughs> no, nah, Rich, you're still fucking retarded. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it. It. I didn't have your intensity level of movement, but I felt your pain. There was nothing going to keep me in that chair, man. It was impossible. It hurt my belly. It's like butterflies with thorns on them. I in cried your every day before. Did you? Every single day. I didn't cry, but I was so stressed out knowing what was in front of me, man. Like, you guys are just like you're going back to prison for a day. I. SRA reading lab. Did you all have that where you push the buttons, have the headphones and mm-hmm. shit on? So I did great. Just that little bit of movement, pushing the buttons, reading the story, answering mm-hmm. the question. There was enough physical activity in that that I killed it in that class. I was always a good reader, but to read something boring or it had to be of interest to me, you know? I think what made the teachers so frustrated was everything they tested me on, I was off the charts in. But then I'd be in like woo, I'd be like a savant in class, and they, they put me. They were gonna put me in in special classes. Like they were, they they brought Dad down there to say, um, we're we're putting him in LD classes. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They uh, did. Richard, Merle, you don't have to convince me. No, really. No, I know. So, you don't so. have to get really. You don't have to convince me. So they brought Dad down there. Mr. Stith was the principal. They said this is where we want to put him because we can't do anything with him. And um, they walked down there, and he looked at the class, and he was like, people were just hard Like you. All day. <laughs> A whole class full of helmets, and is it wasn't a- football. <laughs> what is this place? Reagan's is, is the only guy on his bus that doesn't need the lift gate. <laughs> What's that tell you? Oh, they get him that foam helmet that really won't stop much, but they don't have one that small. 
gosh. Can I you imagine how I was like, guess who's going to be the captain of this one? Oh, yeah. Game? Who's the coolest motherfucker in this English class helping everyone charging for tutoring? I don't know the answer to that. Everybody you helped with their schoolwork replied, thank you. No, okay. This is the second time we've been down this road. It's got to stop. But you realize how cool you would have been if they would have put you in there? Even now, I think it would have paid dividends. <laughs> this would be a way cooler experience, oh. especially if you bought into it. I am dumb. <laughs> what was that movie Johnny Knoxville did where he played him? Oh, dude, for the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. Thing. But no, I, my dad went in there and he was like, what? He's dumb. He turned, but he in this dumb. He, turned, he turned on that. He turned on that principal. Started screaming at him. He said, "You do your." He said, "You think my boy belongs in that class?" And look, I know what the problem is here. You're not doing your fucking job. My dad was standing over the principal's desk, going, "You're your fucking." And they said all this stuff. <laughs> And inside, he's going, this is a perfect class for Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... (laughs) The true story is probably going, how long has this been around? Why didn't I know about this? He could have been excelling. (laughs) Reggett tells the story the other way around. You're not putting him in here. Did you just come up with these classes? Did you have this for the kindergartners, too? Because he's been fucking stupid from the day we walked him in here. (laughs) Oh, man. Golly, it's so true, and you know it. so true. I can't even picture Merle yelling. (laughs) Oh, God. Holding his cold hot dog breakfast sandwich. (laughs) He punched me in the face two different times. Straight bar fight punch. And my old man had the reputation for, and he never did any of Oh, man. He talked to you, wanted to be punched in the face. Terrifying. But you know what was funny? Everybody was so scared of him, and I wasn't. Is that right? I was scared of your dad, but it was a respectful fear. It's like, dude, that dude's got his shit together. You can't act like you. No, you know how some, you ever see those videos and they're like, oh, we're the Woodsy family, and we play with these pet grizzly bears, and then you see the kids (laughs) playing with the bear, and they're like swinging from his whiskers and stuff and you're like oh man that was me with uncle jack yeah Everybody that's true man scared, but i just he, he, I, see i knew he loved me you know yeah bill said one time uh you know the reagans will love you but but van hooks will love you harder yeah that's a fact man and i said man my old man he had his flaws by the truckload but one of them wasn't kicking you when he knew you were really down not bullshit down man life's a bitch whatever truly having a fucking bad day or something horrible happened to you, he was gold. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, lead. I said that. I said, I, I got either lead. really good or really bad. No in-between. So he was gold or lead. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a metaphor. Yeah. You know, with with Dad, the everyday keeping everything together was great, but when the shit hit the fan, it was Maji that was the rock. Yeah, that's like a van hook trait. When the shit's going crazy, they're fine. Yeah. But like when there's a small thing with the Reagan's family, well, they're going to shun you for a month. Yeah. Or they're going to, you know, it's not, van hooks are going to fight it out. Yeah. Brawl it out in the street and then and then it's over and you, you're back at dinner that night and it's over, which I, you know, I like better. But I remember that getting shunned. 
Yeah, Peggy's family. I think a lot of people were that way, but I think they were so the Van Hooks were so chaotic and nuts in their own headspace mm-hmm. that what you saw as some massive problem, or what Merle would have seen as holy fuck, they're like that's yeah, a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It's just like there's just. But I tell you, the Reagans were so respectful all of everybody. Like they gave. Every, it's such a different dynamic because one is like uh, one will t- you know we could tell a dirty joke at a Van Hook. Dinner table. Yeah. That was not going down at the Reagans. But on the other hand, too, they were so respectful and respected. And I learned so much from, God, Grandma. My poor Grandma when I was out there. Oh, this city kid that won't stop. That wasn't enough room for me. Yeah. That whole farm for me jumping around and talking and yelling. And I just was... You were twice as hyper as me. Oh, I was twice hyper anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, I didn't... but, But that was the happiest I ever was. Was those summers on both farms because I could just—that's yeah. where I belong. Was ripping and running. Think if they changed schools around like that, where it was outdoor school. You know, in Germany they do that kind of shit. They have outdoor. The kids are out every day. They walk in all kinds of weather. They do all this stuff. They do learn different things. Kids right. are learning nothing. They incinerate Jews too. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, those are just the D students. You know, they got a nice, nice engineering program, but they'll cook you in a minute. Those fuckers. <laughs> Nah. No, well, I think I think we should think about it this way. Okay, if they would have done, if you would have had three things to do, and you had full charge of the curriculum in the school from when you started in kindergarten to sixth grade, what would what three changes would you make if you could make any change at all? Free pot? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not for kindergartners. Gummies. But, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, for sure, you should be able to get out of that chair. Or have a bouncy chair. You have to have movement. Stand-up desks would have been gold. What else? Stand-up desks is a great idea. Oh, yeah. I have one now. It's the greatest thing. I mean, it, you know, I, so my ADD works great for me. I've got 50,000 <coughs> things going on. Works great, you know. But I have to bounce around, and I cannot sit in that chair even to this day. I mean, I, like now, I could do this for a while, but not for six hours, man. <laughs> well, and I think so much of it, I, here's, here's what I think I would do. So much of what we had to learn growing up was memorization. Yeah. Now, history, it's kind of got to be that, but you can do it in a special way. <clears throat> but I would do things that are more tactile, that were more hands-on. I would do actual life things that you need. I would teach kids how to do something like change a tire or... Or do 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 things you just need to know how to do. You yep. throw it. You, you you go. You throw a guy a set of tie down straps, and I can tell you about his dad. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a really heavy skill set. Those fucking things. Everybody has trouble with them. Yeah, but I showed Julian like over and over and over, and he was so pissed off at me about it. Yeah. And then I said, one of these days you're gonna be in college, and some girls are gonna not. Nobody's gonna know how to use these fucking things on a canoe trip. And you're going to be the dude that saves the day because you know how to use tie-down straps. But yeah. everything, I would show, I mean, cooking, they should bring back home ec and wood shop and metal shop and shit like that. There's you know, it was of- sex-oriented. You, The girls didn't get to take shop. Isn't that crazy? They'd put your ass in court today. We had metal shop, and then you had to pour foundry aluminum into a mold. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade, they got you dealing yeah. with molten steel. Yeah. And then you had... Sheet metal, you had to pop rivet. I made, I think we made a sugar scoop, and then you had the lathe. That's the best thing for a seventh grader, something to rip their fucking <laughs> arm off. But either way, we had to make a plumb bob or something else. 
Yeah, those classes were gold for me. But uh, oh, and then that was the best. So then the other third of the year was wood shop, and it involved plexiglass. You had to make a plastic letter opener or some shit. You had to use the lathe, and you had to make like a shelf or a gun rack. And then the next third was drafting, and you had to draw a floor plan, a house floor plan for sure, to the T. Yeah, we had to do. Did you build the one out of sticks where you use the two? No, no, no. Draw. I'm sorry. No, we never actually got to physically build a 3D, but you had to work on that every day. You better use the T square and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a bus driver smoked. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Fuck yeah. (laughs) The kids, even the kids, when Megan was little, her cheer coach would stand at the door of the school and hold her cigarette out the door while she coached them. That's so good. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so last night I watched a movie, and I think you've seen it. Have you seen Founder, Michael Keaton? No, I hate him. What? Ah, he's just so over. Really? It's time for him to go. But either way, Founder. You really don't like him? Not really. Why? I don't know. Is it because there's a tiny bit of jealousy that everybody loves him so much? Do they? And you don't understand why? No, i got some people like that. I'm trying to think who that is. Everybody's like... Oh, I love so-and-so-and-so. I, I Maybe I'm burnt out on him. From what? I don't know. He's always in the middle of some, you know, never knocking it out of the park, but it always gets to the past second base when he hits. Okay, do you think it could be the thing where you need to just give him another chance? Didn't he do Batman? I'm not a movie guy either. I oh, Batman. <clears throat> Batman. I thought he was great, but I, I never... I, I just can't get past any of the Batmans. I mean, yeah. the, the Dark Knight was a fucking great movie. There's Shit. no way. That's not my thing. It's not my kind right. of movie. Can't say enough about how good that movie was. But I'm an original Batman. I just I, every I just don't see when. Okay, it's like anybody that's not Sean Connery's not James Bond. I agree. I mean, I just yeah, it's it's not him. It's like when I see. Okay, when Robert Duvall acts, I don't see Robert Duvall. I see the guy he's playing. When Tom Cruise acts, as good as he is, I only see Tom Cruise. But <clears throat> the movie Founder, I can't recommend it enough. I won't give the whole thing away, but I, you really should see that movie. And not because of the whole, oh, the well, movie. What's the subject? You don't have the to The subject tell me what. is the two guys that came up with the McDonald's idea. They're two brothers. They made the shop. We grew up in Grandpa's shop. They made the built, ketchup funnel. And they made I the ketchup that. funnel. They made yeah. the whole thing, and they made it work this way. And they made they did their own time and motion studies, and they did to get rid of cost. That's why it's in a bag. They kind of invented fast food. You just throw the whole thing away. So they did this. He was a milkshake machine salesman, Ray Kroc. Which you always think about Ray Kroc's the owner of McDonald's. Yeah. Everybody knows Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's. He's not the founder. These two brothers did it. And they, he got in with them, and he started hanging out with them, and he was th- thinking this is the greatest thing ever. And he said, let's franchise. Let me help you franchise it. And then he goes to franchise it, and he doesn't want to do the same things they do. If it was up to them, they would have kept it as one local shop. And he wanted to conquer the world with McDonald's. It's a fantastic movie, but I thought you'd seen it or I wouldn't have brought it up today. So what's weird, I saw the preview snippet last night when I was looking for something. I'm just about done with Netflix and all that shit, but I'll check it out. That might be a keeper. Okay. Most of my recommendations are pretty damn solid. They're pretty solid. I got to tell you, man. But Yeah. yeah, I'm just not a huge movie guy. I am an absolute huge movie guy, but you know what? It's not just for that. It's for the story. 
You know, it's, it's got a good story. It's I like, mean, no, any movie. I mean, one of the reasons I love movies is because I love the stories of movies. Well, if it's a good story, fuck. A good story can make up for a good movie. And a good movie can, a really well-made movie can make a story can really kick ass, you know? Hmm. And what about Stella? I didn't do anything for Stella's Valentine's Day. I just sent a text and said, hey, tell Stella I love her. She said, oh, she's already asleep. Gotcha. Or I just called to say hi. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I sent a text and said, "Is Stella there? Can I talk to her?" And she said, "She's already asleep." Yeah, I sucked. I didn't. I got her flowers and a card. <laughs> told her don't get me anything. She bought me a one of those seep cups for your tea because I do that hibiscus tea shit. And then uh, what else? She bought me some super dark chocolate because I eat a little tiny piece of that every day. That chocolate or the cool chocolate? The good, healthy, shitty taste in chocolate. Oh. Yeah. I don't that man you know the more you go with darker chocolate the more you like it. Oh, I agree. Milk no. chocolate's fucking terrible. Yeah. You I know cuz you know my girl my girl this Halloween she was like, "Hey, I want some dark chocolate." I didn't know it was a metaphor. Hey now. <laughs> Who's this Latrell guy? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Not me. What's going on? Uh, oh my god. So I was I looked on Twitter it's my old dance name. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw it. That's one of the things in my life I want to happen. I want to spread, used to be my dance name, throughout the whole world. I, you're working on it. I saw what it did game. with the landing kids, and I just feel like I'd like to be known as the guy who came up with... That's like being the guy that came up with That's What She Said. Yeah. And this is, I gotta tell you, you know the thing about used to be my dance name? It's a surprisingly clean version that you can use in any situation. That you're not going to offend anybody because it's your dance name. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Look at you reading the room. Look at me reading the room. Because if you say that's what she said in mixed company, there's a lot of women that will get pissed off about that, which we don't care. Yeah, I don't care I don't all. give two shits if yeah. you're offended. <laughs> it's, a, it's a social event. Go fuck yourself. But... <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Come on now. You used to be my dance name. So, <laughs> go fuck go yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> I have been. What's My arm actually that? hurts. What's that? Dude. What's that joke? That old joke about, you know, they, they, they need a piano player at this place, and they're like, oh, you know, he's really, really good, but, and he gets up there, and his first song is, you know, I call this one, you know, I'm going to suck your tits and tell you shit your pants. And they're like, oh my God. And he plays the most beautiful music you ever heard. And everybody goes, oh my God, he's so great, but he's so dirty. So the, the owner's struggling with, do I keep him around? But he, then he plays and everybody's just like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. But, you know, the name of this song is, uh, I'm going to pee in your sock drawer. You know, and they're like, oh God. So he's just struggling. And the guy's like, look, man, you can't be, you just can't be doing these kind of songs. <laughs> You got one. You got one. Well, you got one night left to prove yourself. If you can't say you can't say anything dirty to the guy without looking, he still wants to do something. So he unzips his pants and pulls his balls out. And the guy goes, uh, he's playing. He goes, hey man, do you know? this guy in the crowd goes, hey, you know that your your pants are unzipped and your balls are hanging out. And the guy goes, no, it. I wrote it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. That's a joke a guy that drinks black coffee would love. That's one of those oldie jokes you heard at the bar, you know? Oh, man. I don't... I can't do jokes. I hate it. 
What else you got on that sheet over there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't even on there, believe it or not. Yeah, I've only shocker. talked on, let me see. I Are you telling me you have gotten off course with your list? <laughs> doesn't sound talk, like you. Talking about my teachers. And then Merle's confused as to why they recommended the... Okay, I want to put down something here because the whole dance name. Uh, I really just... want... No, I want to be known for that. I'll spread the word. Can you believe, can you imagine being the inventor of that's what she said? You know, I can't imagine that. It's so weird. <laughs> Look at my pillow over there. That's what she said. <laughs> I got a that's what she said pillow on the With couch. The Mighty Mouse. I hated that cartoon. Really? Fucker. Oh, he was my first crush. You know what you watched? You guys were so big on it. I used to want to just punch you in the neck. You wanted What's to punch Johnny? everybody. That's Johnny true. Quest. Johnny Quest. You were all about you didn't that like Johnny shit. Quest? I did not hung out with that fucking... Haji. Haji, that shit. fucker. Dr. Quest. Race Bannon. Oh, God. My hair is a Mike Pence. Who? Fight. <laughs> That's true. Remember, he looked just and like then he went, And then he took that job with Scooby-Doo, a younger version. He was just the blonde-haired dude on oh, fucking Scooby-Doo. Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy dude, just, it was, that was, I was over. That's so that bad. That jumped the shark. Jumped the shark. He jumped the shark with yeah, Scrappy dude. It's like colored Mayberry RFD. Oh, I've seen every single Andy Griffith episode and not one colored one. Not one. <coughs> I terrible. can't turn the channel quick enough. They're done. You hated Mighty Mouse? I hated Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I had an actual crush. Is that right? Not a sexual crush. <laughs> just like a, I love, like a... Beatles, like, I don't know, what's the word for it? If you had a sexual crush on a cartoon character, who would it have been? Jessica Rabbit. There's no second. No, as a kid. There was no Jessica Rabbit. I'm talking about when you were a young, hormonally charged. Oh, I don't know. Well, one of my questions here is... Oh, mine's uh, easy. What what, what was yours? Oh, that mom on the Jetsons? I would tear her up. No, I'm sometime there with um, Wilma and Betty. Lois Griffin. Sometimes. That's too recent. Now, you're a grown man, for God's sake, man. I you're wasn't whacking off to fucking Homer Simpson. What? Well, no, uh, but looking like back at your childhood cartoons, who would you have bought? Not just cart- shows. So for me. You were a Betty Rubble girl? Guy. Betty or Wilma. Wilma, Wilma was Oh, your- either one. The three of us together would have been an amazing oh. night. But yeah, that not a lot of lube, but and man. then uh, June Cleaver for sure. That was I dream right a genie cakewalk. Dumb. That's a layup. That's I a dream layup. Genie. Who else? June Cleaver was ab- absolute hormonal boner time. Yeah, yeah. Because you just I wonder if she was good in the sack. <sighs> it wouldn't matter because Ward, it wouldn't matter. Ward was not. He oh, he was a freak. So bad. No, I don't agree. I bet he was a. You think? I oh, even if he was a it. freak, it wouldn't be the good kind they'd like. It'd be some weird shit. No, it's definitely a weird briefcase. European thing where he's putting random oh. objects in your beetle. I'll tell you what. No, the worst would have to be the beaver. He, there's no way he could be any good in the sack. He'd be better than Wally. Said Eddie Haskell's going to eat your butt. Eddie Haskell was the best. I don't know. Dude. Of course, he's going to give you an STD and fucking leave you with the bill. That's who the girls will like, right? That's who yeah. the girls will like. Is Eddie Lumpy? Haskell. He's just too lazy. Lumpy? No, he's good for a minute. He was and probably half. hung. Oh, you know, Lumpy was hung. If your name's Lumpy, you got a huge one. Or it's, maybe it's all balls and no meat. 
Mm-hmm. One or the other. Yeah. As long as you can make slappy noises, I think that's what the whole... I, that's what I learned at scout camp. I don't know. So. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I don't want any slappy noises. You know, there's a lady on TikTok that talks about that everybody... She calls it the poking pandemic and says everybody is having sex wrong. Everybody. Really? Huh. Name's Jessica something. You would have thought I'd remember. I wrote it down. <laughs> but she, she is saying that it's all in... It's not the whole clip thing. It comes down in like a wishbone. All those, I don't know what you even call female sensitive parts. <laughs> parts <laughs> apparently make them think you're cool. Um, <laughs> Reagan's calls them who cares. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> French for something. I'm bumping into her. Who cares? <laughs> bumping into you. Shut the fuck up. So, no, it's, and she says it's a mash, weighted down, grind, kind not of a jiu-jitsu thing. Oh. You put all your weight on them. But the same thing you do at the top end in jiu-jitsu is what you do in the bottom end thing with Peggy, okay? So when you go home today, just in the middle of it, tell her I got this from Reagan. So She'll love that. You know what? You might not want to do that. Anyway, but it's a whole rubby thing, not a whole slappy thing. I don't believe in smashing into it. I think you got to hit the brakes just barely bump it. It's like, oops, I'm sorry. Not... No, I think you've got to actually spell the alphabet with your pubic bone. Well, you know that thing about you spell the... They said, if you don't know how to eat pussy, you, you, you spell the alphabet, right? I've heard that, yeah. Okay, well, one yeah. time... You'll love this. Of course, it's stupid. But anyway, I was up in Indy, and there's this guy named Teshlog, and Teshlog was all the... It's just, he's just one of those guys you never knew how he ended up with these hot girls, but he always just did. And they all said the same thing. Oh my God, nobody's ever gone down on me like Teshlog. You know, but it's some, he's got, it's a weird Slavic name or something no. like that. It is, believe Shocker. it or not, I swear to God. And so, so I asked Bowers, one time I was with this chick and I knew it was going down. So I called him up on the phone and said, hey man, remember that chick that was so hot? He's like, yeah, he's like, I got her. She's in the hotel room. We're going to, we're getting ready to get down. We're having a blast. By the way, how do you spell Teshlog? <laughs> <laughs> So it's okay to spell somebody else's name. I don't know. I think that's all bullshit. Oh, yeah. Okay, French toast, waffles, or pancakes? Neither. None of them. Ugh. Oh, I hate that. Oh, eggs and potatoes. What? I can't even... All three options would be like a living hell for me. But if I were to eat one, it would be the pancake. For sure. With lots of butter. Okay, well, you know I'm kind of down with butter, so... Yeah. Blech. What's yours? Um, okay, the, the the waffle from Waffle House, it's a terrible waffle. <laughs> but there's something about it. It's got that bologna sandwich vibe to it. That's just it's bad, but it's good. Hmm. You know, the, the syrup's not even real syrup. It's not even close to. It's made in a lab somewhere. <laughs> um, French toast. Oh, I can smell that egg in there. It makes oh, me sick. Oh, it's so great. What? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I just wouldn't eat that. Pancakes? How do you... What, how? I could take a bite of the waffle and I go, oh, I just taste the syrup. The pancake, like the grandkids sometimes, you take them to Cracker Barrel and they don't eat it all and I'll take a little bite and I'm like, oh, that's kind of good, but just not my not my jam. But I only want a couple of bites. Yeah. It's so filling and sugary. Yep. But French toast all day long. But that dude... Chef Paul, I was telling you about at the French restaurant, he would make them if you were hungover. And he said it would cure a hangover. French toast would? Yeah. Hmm. And cognac. <laughs> I don't know if he had a drinking problem or not, but he knew it the uh, first time he was in the kitchen, I'll tell you that. 
Interesting. You don't smell that egg smell when you... That yes. weird little kick? Yes. Oh, I can't stand it, man. Really? Yeah. Even in my eggs, if I smell that, I, so I add water, it seems like I don't smell it. But no way, man. No, you add heavy whipping cream. So if you want fluffy eggs, you add water. If you want a fluffy egg, just add a little shot of water and watch what happens. Have you ever put uh, bubbly water in there? No. Seltzer water? Hmm. People put it in the, mix it in with the batter of their fried chicken. And the little holes makes it crispy and crunchy. Interesting. And I tried it and it worked. That's one a lot of reason why they use beer. Yeah. I found I this you. Asian guy online that does this crispy chicken and I tried it one time with seltzer water and it was so good. And that yeah. I love learning new stuff. All the time. I love learning new stuff about everything. Yeah, no no I normally don't even do the toast. Eggs and potatoes. Prefer shredded hash browns. Any kind of fried potato. Yeah, it's true. When I was in Ireland, I, you wouldn't think you wouldn't think this is true, but when I was in Ireland, every potato product I had was the best I ever had. Why wouldn't you think that's true? It's I just, Ireland. It's such a cliche. <laughs> you know, you're also thinking. You said they have the best and, churros. Okay, uh, I didn't know that. Well, you'd think you'd think Bandera, Texas, would have awesome Mexican food. It's got terrible Mexican food. It's got really? three terrible restaurants. Now it's got one that's okay. It's passable, but. None of them are any good. I don't think any of them are good around here. It's all this El Nepal shit. No, you got to go to El Mundo. Yeah, I mean, or, I like you know it. what? These taquerias over here, they have good tacos. Is that right? You yeah. told me about one. There's one right down here, and there's one over here. Those are good, but the whole El Nepal thing. Gah. Now, their salsa's on point, salsa's dude. so good. Mm. And it's not even a, that's an American thing. Yeah. Just goes to show you that cultures will come together. Uh, we were talking about the cartoons you might have a uh, crush on. One of mine was, what's your celebrity crush? And then what's a person, either celebrity or not celebrity, that you had a weird attraction to that you shouldn't? You ever have somebody that, okay, like, you know, I like girls. I like girls that are thick. I like girls with big boobs. I like girls with high cheekbones. Yeah. I like dark eyes. I got to have pretty feet. There's things everybody loves that they have. But... Weirdly attractive. Hmm. Well, Mary Steenburgen wins by far, and I'm not really into that tall, long Who neck. Who is that? She was in a color, a Clockwork Orange. Oh man! I think it's Malcolm McDowell's wife, isn't it? She was in Step Brothers. She was the the mom. <gasps> in Step. You told me that yeah. she was in the Clockwork Orange. Yeah, she's in all those movies. I think she shows her boobs. You told me that years ago that you had a thing for her. Yeah. Yep. And that's not my style at all. But and and some of it, it, I like a beaky chick. Justine was into big noses on men. Really, she loved big noses. Any I, guy that was like from Turkey or Italy or had a huge nose, Adrian Brody was her crush. Well, I don't want a huge nose, but like just a a little beaky. I don't know, maybe even a little humpish, humpish ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, a little bit of ear like action. Roman nose. Yeah. Just maybe a little bump that would really upset her, and I would find it very attractive. Yeah. Remember maybe even a little up, bit of different ears. A little growing up, Jeannie, our friend, she had a Roman nose. Yeah. Remember that? I haven't talked to them forever. Remember they were, she got funny? a daughter or something? Yeah, cool lady. Yeah, she's college now. It's crazy. Isn't it? Okay, one of mine. Okay, for instance, Cameron Diaz, so, so hot, so cute, does nothing for me. 
Yeah, I, I can't. You know, I mean, you know, you can't deny she's cute, but yeah, she would do that. You got to be older too. I'm not. I'm just not into young chicks. She's not young. She's and I think that goes back to June Cleaver. When you whack off, it, and that's what you're whacking off to. You can't just turn around and go, you know, Cameron Diaz. That's easy. I, I, she didn't do it for me. Everybody talked about it. when she was at her heyday, like when she was right doing something about Mary. Yeah, and she was so. I mean, she, she's a beautiful woman and all that. You know, she did porn. What? Straight porn. Cameron Diaz. Straight up, straight porn. Hmm. I don't know. I've never seen porn, but I'll tell you this much: <laughs> if you go on one of those places and put in Cameron Diaz, it's real, straight up. She was in Hollywood, and needed money, poor actress, and she was doing. Str- she's done a number of movies that I've never seen. Yeah, well. But she doesn't, and you. I didn't know that. No, she did. Okay. You know, that's more interesting if, if they... It, that's mm, interesting. Okay, a couple of my celebrity crushes. Penelope Cruz. Ah, uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty easy. Yeah, well, I thought your whole point to... was to go out on a limb a little bit. Well, I have, two, I have two things here. It says right here in my notes, just like when I was in school, celebrity crush and then weirdly attractive. So my celebrity crush is Salma gotcha. Hayek, Penelope Cruz... Raquel Welch growing up. Oh, my Lord. Farrah Fawcett oh, growing Raquel up. Oh, Raquel Welch. I mean, she Sophia was... Loren. Sophia Loren. Sophia oh. Loren just was coming right out of my mind. But that whole... Raquel Welch had that thing that came down like this and those hips that came around. Unbelievable. Mm, unbelievable. Okay, mine that I couldn't understand, a crush I couldn't understand that I had. I couldn't even understand when I was a kid. What's his name? <laughs> Jed Plant. Yule Brenner. <laughs> that is weird, It was Rich. actually a Mr. Clean thing. But I don't know why Yule Brenner kept popping up in my, during my sessions. <laughs> so, no, it was Miss Jane on the Beverly Hillbillies. Okay, no, no. I can feel my penis crawling in my body. I, you would think, but the more... What? You, no, here was the thing. If you looked at her, if you could get rid of the hair. Okay. She had actually real pretty eyes and a pretty smile. Richie. But she had that weird just look to her. She might be. She and was olive oil. She had twin okay. You know sister. how you know how you have uh, you. Know the other thing I like on a girl, I like when they have a tight jawline. You know. <laughs> yeah, I did. Look up some pictures. Of oh, her. dude, Is that I'm what not. You're doing? No, no, no. I can't. It won't That's even pull true. up. What do you mean it won't pull up, Miss Jane? Just pull up Miss Jane Beverly Hills. I mean, golly. Oh, Richie. Dude, come on. Well, I told you it was a un, it was a crush. Okay, well, yeah, all right, I'll give you. That's, I, okay, now maybe I can see, yeah, but you gotta give I'm it still not with well, you. Well, well, look, first of all, look at her eyes. She looks like the last kid they to get beautiful. picked on a kickball game. I know, but if you look, I know. But the, she had a pretty smile, and she had, uh, <laughs> I just, I tell you Let's, something. You, and if you really look at it, you want to know something weird. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> How's your boner doing now, uh, it's Captain? That, it's not that great. Um, and then look who's in the was, back with Mr. I was going to call him Mr. Hal. Mr. Drysdale. <laughs> Same look thing. Look at Ellie May. Yeah. Okay. She oh, was, she was on there, man. She was totally. Oh, here's one more. Look. <laughs> now, the, let's keep this in mind. You're picking the one on the right, are you? <laughs> okay, but if you put the glasses and the hair on the other one, they'd look the same way. Well, they really wouldn't. Don't you? <laughs> but, uh, 
Cuckoo-cuckoo-cachoo, it says. Miss Jane Hathaway. Miss Jane Hathaway. She's got nice legs. She does. I'm not with you, man. I'm but sorry. But she's got... Oh, but again, this is my weird... You didn't give me one of your weird ones. I'm trying to think of what my weird one would be. It's not her. Who would it be? It'd yeah. be somebody you'd be embarrassed to yeah. talk about. Huh. To be like, huh, what? But I would... There's no way. I don't know And you why. know, on the flip side, I can find beauty in almost any woman. Some feature or something I can go, oh, man, come on, you know. Right. Hmm. But apparently not when I want to chub up. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that would be. Well. And, um, okay, Twitter. No. Real quick. Okay, battery's still there and it's low. i got to find some different batteries or something. I looked on Twitter to see, okay, I was thinking the other day... If you just, without any shame at all, ask yourself how good you are at something. Because you're a very humble person. Oh, I'll talk you. about how good you are at jiu-jitsu or how the fact that your dojo is severely successful and you always go, off shucks, and divert it to everybody else. Yeah. But I think this. Okay, for instance, for an example, I think I'm as good as this at this shit as Joe Rogan. Now... Is he great at what he does? Yes. Am I taking anything away from him? No. But if you took somebody that never heard of either one of us and put our little podcast and his little podcast next to each other. Now, am I that good? Now he's done 500 of them. I've done a handful of them. I've been on a ton of them. Right. But as far as having something to talk about. Yeah, he has more interesting people. But if we had the same people, same whatever, I'm at least in the league. It's not about who's better. It's about can you hang with those people. It's kind of like when you were coming up as a brown belt and you would fight the people that taught you, your instructors, the black belts, and then you'd be like, I'm really giving them a lot of trouble. That means you're in their league, right? Yeah. Okay, so I've been thinking about that lately. I was looking at my tweets. Okay, and I don't have a ton of followers. i got like 1,500 followers on Twitter. And I'm not on here all the time. But I... I looked at it, and so much of it is so dumb. And I was looking at my tweets going, are my tweets not getting... You know, I get one like, two likes, three likes, one comment maybe. Yeah. Are they really that bad? Or are they just... Do I just not have a lot of followers? I don't know. I think people just scan so fast. It's so addictive. I don't... I've never been on Twitter. Really? Yeah. No. And I put the stuff on there, and I thought, man, I, I think this is as good as the other stuff out there. This one here, I said I just watched a four-hour... Uh, I watched a video of four Amish guys on a double-handle saw cutting down a gigantic tree. They had a gang of 25 guys, and they would switch them out when the other ones got tired. Might seem a lot of work, but it's easier than starting my chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> I think solid. that's clever. It's solid. Yeah. I put it out there. Let's see what I got with it. Five well, likes. If only no the comments. Amish were on Twitter. I'd light that thing up. <laughs> And have some guy from town drive the response over, type it in for him. I don't know. This is my year. This is my year where I'm going to go. You know what? Good enough to knock this shit out. Well, I don't know. I think it's a. a my buddies get on me about that shit, and it's just like, it. it you lower the bar. It's not even so much being humble. You lower the bar. You keep the expectations so low. They're achievable. Life's sweet. I wonder if that's something from us growing up. Because I think we kind of had a little bit of both of that in the same... Yeah. We weren't the same guy, but we both didn't fit in school very well. No, for sure. For different reasons. But I think all that stuff is... 
I you gotta think things are gonna things are gonna happen and you're good enough to do it. But, but you're I mean, not like, Henny Penny, you're the opposite. I'm Henny Penny. You just bear for the worst and then I I read this quote one time, it said, When life exceeds your expectations, you're happy. And when it doesn't, you're really depressed and sad. That's that's it in a nutshell, decides who's happy and who's sad. And I thought for me, that absolutely nails it right out of the fucking park. There's nothing in my life that's not beyond any expectations I had. Not that I had this, you know, oh, it's never going to be good type thing. But for me, my life turned out a thousand times better than without even being pessimistic. I'm just saying it's like, holy fuck, are you kidding me? That's where I'm at. So for me, I just felt like by by just going, ah, it'll never work or ah, fuck, I don't know. It motivated me so that I wasn't right. And then secondly, if it did if it went bad, I kind of pretended to be ready for it. And I probably wouldn't. I would probably have been bummed. But I do I do believe that. If you have this vision of what your life's gonna be like and it doesn't work out, you're generally not happy. I think people are I I, I agree with you, but I also believe this. I completely agree with you with no buts. But I think this. I think the real happiness comes from doing what you're doing without expectation of the outcome. If you're doing it because you love doing it, then you're doing it right. Yeah, but what do you say? I didn't love water treatment, but I did do it without any expectation outcome. I, I thought, you got to grind, man. Yeah. You know, but that maybe that, even that, people, I don't know. I don't feel like it was my, well, I know for sure it wasn't my dream, but I can tell you even as a little kid, I always watched what people did and why, and, and I mean, really young age to be like, eh, maybe you shouldn't be a dick. I remember it was junkyards that was one of my first eye openers. I'm like, why does that guy have to be such a fuckwad? If you would be nice and clean up this counter and clean up this greasy ass room and yeah, man, let me walk you back to that 72 Pontiac. Yeah, they were fucking pricks and everybody went to the junkyard back then.